Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Indianapolis Colts are just different. They are. Under Frank Reich, they were one group. Under Jeff Saturday, they're a different group. What specifically has changed? We'll talk about that. The Titans, they're going to be undermanned tonight in Green Bay against the Packers. And with a loss, all of a sudden the playoffs kind of come into focus, into a possibility, into maybe an eventuality. Yeah, this isn't Optimism Wednesday, but it's Thursday, so, you know, excuse my positivity. If the Packers win tonight, we'll talk about that. Colts injuries, they got some injury issues of their own. The Pacers last night, I'll tell you why I thought they were going to win at a point where probably very few did. Pacers got the win last night. They won late. They were down two with five minutes left. They wound up winning by 12, which I predicted midway through the second quarter to the point. How about that? Uh, Butler tonight, we'll talk about Indiana football a little bit. I think the time has come to start talking about potential uh, replacements for Tom Allen, as galling as that is to me. He's got two chances, really, to make a case uh, for his ability to get this thing back on track. And, And I don't know where the wheels are much less how to get him back on track. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, November 17th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at uh, BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent. Your initial deposit is going to be matched up to one uh, up to $2,500 at a rate of 150% in free play. That's a significant deal. That's a nice deal. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell. And if you want to make a donation, I mean, if you want to ask a question, make a comment that's going to be shared with the class, you can do that. Do that quite easily. We enjoy it. Let's talk about sports, shall we? You believe the Colts can win this week. I believe the Colts should win this week. Let's go. All right. First, the good news for the Colts vis-a-vis the Titans at Green Bay tonight. All right, Titans, Packers, Titans are at 6-3. Here's who they got out. Jones, Hooker, Dupree, Bullock, out tonight. Going to make it tougher to beat the Packers. Not impossible. The Tennessee Titans keep doing it with mirrors. Mike Vrabel, what a coach that guy. If he isn't the coach of the year, I don't know who is. People keep talking about other guys for coach of the year. Brian Dable and people like that. Nobody does more with less than Mike Vrabel. 
All right, they're going to Green Bay. If they lose, they're 6-4. and four. If the Colts win against the Eagles at Lucas Oil Stadium, the Colts go to 5-5-1, five, five and one, and all of a sudden they are a game back in the AFC South with a bye coming not in the not-too-distant future in a couple of weeks. And, and the Titans have already had their bye, so they'll be playing and could pick up a lot. Anyway, Colts with a shot, a shooter's shot in the AFC South. Uh, their injury issues. DeForest Buckner with the neck. He's had the neck. He's going to play. Don't worry about that. Deion Jackson with the knee. As long as JT's healthy, we like we care as human beings about Deion Jackson. But if Deion Jackson can't play, that's okay. We're all right with that. Uh, Kenny Moore is ill. He's got an illness. We hope he's better. Take some of that stuff, that powdered stuff with the vitamin C in it. Dissolve that in some water, Kenny. You'll be fine for Sunday. Uh, Quiddy Pay, <laughs> that's what I, I don't even know what it's called. Energy or egg, something. I don't know what it is. My wife gives it to me. Um, Quiddy Pay, he's got the ankle. I don't think he's going to go. Luke Rhodes with a calf. Hey, Luke Rhodes is not your typical emergency. That's what it is. Put some, dissolve some emergency in water. Kenny, you're going to be fine. Go back to school. Uh, at any rate, Luke Rhodes, not your typical long snapper. He's a guy who actually make play, makes plays downfield. He came as an undrafted free agent to the Colts as a linebacker, was taught how to long snap, and that's how he's making his living. So he goes down, makes tackles. Cole Lewis says, who will the Colts of the future, or the QB of the future be for the Colts? I don't know, but it isn't Matt Ryan, right? Matt Ryan is the quarterback of the present. Not necessarily the future. We'll see exactly who this is. It's not going to be Will Le Levis. Have you watched Levis? Levis makes some very, very questionable decisions. I am not a big fan of Will Levis at any rate. Uh, the guy for North Carolina is really good, but the guy for North Carolina has got another year in Chapel Hill before he's eligible for the draft. Uh, what has changed? Oh, for the Eagles, uh, Josh Job. He's a cornerback. He's got a hamstring. He's deep on the depth chart. He is, uh, he's the only guy who sat for the Eagles yesterday. What's changed about the Colts specifically because of Jeff Saturday? Good question. Uh, honesty. The negative vibe is gone. Reich and in truth were strangers. The truth shows confidence. And Frank Reich never brought that. Not to the media. And, and in the kind of glimpses behind the scenes we got with Hard Knocks last year and have gotten behind the scenes in video, it always seemed like he was the kind uncle who never disciplined anybody for anything. Can't have that on a football team. Football is all about accountability, and accountability is back, baby! Play, uh, players like to be held accountable. Jeff Saturday holds himself, his staff, and his players accountable. That's a good thing, and that's a good change. That's a good evolution into positive humility. Jeff Saturday is a humble guy. Jeff Saturday has always been a humble guy. Jeff Saturday's never been the kind of guy who walked around trying to be better than anybody else or gave you this look. And you get this from football people, players and coaches every once in a while, and especially former players, that as they shake your hand as you meet, they'll give you this. They're giving you the once-over. Saturday doesn't give you a once-over. Saturday's humble. Saturday is actually happy to meet others. Go figure. He's like the anti-Bill Beer. 
the least humble individual I've ever had the displeasure of meeting. Uh, energy. The death march for the Colts really began against the Raiders last year, right? And they were kind of resurrected against the Raiders this year. Last year against the Raiders and then last year against the Jaguars, it looked like the, the Colts were just devoid of energy and they picked up right where they left off this year until that Raiders game. Jeff Saturday gave them a fresh start and that gave them fresh energy. And that's a good thing. And that's not to crap all over Frank Reich. Frank Reich, wonderful man. That's what we all say. Wonderful man. Oh, he's a good man. Not our favorite coach, but he's a good man. Yeah, he sold his house in Indianapolis five days after he was spiked as the coach here. That's what he thought of Indianapolis. Can't wait to get out. Had probably, as soon as he got off the phone with Jim Ursay, who fired him, called U-Haul and said, give me boxes now. And get me, like, let's get those college kids over here, two guys in a truck, to, to load our furniture, and, and we're just going to point the truck in a direction and go and get the hell out of here. Good for you. Uh, you know what? It's not that everything's been fixed by Jeff Saturday. You know, uh, this is a Ring of Honor guy and an ESPN analyst who has come in as the head coach uh, of one of 32 NFL football teams. It's a big job. But he's fixed some of the things. It wasn't all broken. But what was really broken has kind of spun around and taken a U-turn. And that is a really, really good thing. And, and it's really good. One thing that he has fixed, he's fixed us, right? As fans, you're kind of like, ah, God almighty, it's Sunday at 1 o'clock. we got to watch another one of these games. All right. So you sit down and you ratchet yourself into a, an environment of hope mentally, and you watch the game and you're like, man, seems like I'm working harder at watching than they are at playing. And he is at coaching. He looks all worried. What am I? He's looking at the chart like, what, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to call? Call something to do with confidence. Let's go. Um, anyway, that has been fixed. And thanks to Jim Ursay for doing it. Let's talk about Indiana football just for a minute. Just a brief minute. All right. Indiana football's got problems. Indiana football has lost. They won their first three games, two against, yeah, you know, those non conference teams. You, you, you always went against, what was it, Idaho and Western Kentucky, right? They had win against Illinois. That was one of the most fortunate results of a college football game I've ever seen. Like, Illinois, if they play, and I said this at the time, I said it even during the game. Illinois would win nine times out of ten, but this was one time. And you can beat a team one time, any given Saturday, right? So, but since then, not good. And and Indiana, double-digit underdog against Michigan State this coming weekend up in East Lansing. God knows what the weather's going to be like. They're getting all kinds of snow up there. Niles, Michigan, like 15 inches of snow. We'll see what it's like up in East Lansing. But this is this is this is not good for Indiana football. Last year, they were 0-9 in the Big Ten. Uh, they've got two chances to win a second Big Ten game this weekend at East Lansing, next weekend at Memorial Stadium in the bucket game against Purdue. And hopefully they get it done, and hopefully Tom Allen's able to right this ship. The buyout is really, really steep. 
Um, this team doesn't look like it's motivated, doesn't look like it's focused. They're not executing. There's a lot wrong. Tyler Thompson, thank you very much for the donation. And, and that's a big problem for Indiana. Really big problem. Is it time, given the buyout, given the lack of focus, is it time to go find a new coach? We'll see if that happens. But I'll tell you a guy, and I told you then, I told you when he was a defensive coordinator, Kane Womack is a dude. And he is rolling in South Alabama. South Alabama is 8-2. and two. They lost to Troy 10-6. Uh, to six. They lost to UCLA by one. This is a team that's rolling. Kane Womack is a real guy. So you got that. Uh, he's doing great work in the Sunbelt Conference. Might win the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, that's who Kane Womack is. Can he come back to Bloomington and get kind of get this thing steered in the right direction? Well, who knows? Who knows? What, would anybody be excited other than me to see Kane Womack as the head coach in Bloomington? I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit too early to talk about potential replacements for a guy who's got the job and hopefully can lead the Hoosiers to a couple of wins to end the season and give, give fans hope looking forward to 2023, give players hope look into 2023. The Pacers last night. This team is all kinds of fun to watch. They're down in the first half. They were down um and and it was it was 47-39 in the second quarter, about midway through, a little less than midway through. And I t I turned to Julie and I said they're going to win by 12. Pacers going to win by 12. And she said, "Why do you think that?" I said, "They're the better team." They're going to play over the last six minutes. They're going to play good basketball. They're going to take this game away from Charlotte. What happened? It's exactly what happened. The Pacers were down two with five minutes left. They wind up winning this thing by 12, 125, 113. The Pacers are playing really good basketball, energetic basketball. They're not perfect, but this happens in the NBA all the time. You watch NBA games, and, and if you go to Pacers games, you'll see games or, or had seen games maybe four or five years ago where the Pacers were up eight in the first half, and you're like, there's no way they hold on to win this game. It's a 48-minute game. And, and the way the NBA works is the first 42 minutes are kind of, you know, hey, 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 we're playing basketball, okay. And then the last six, the better team gets serious about it, and they go out and win it. And that's what happened last night for the Pacers, and it's really fun to watch him do that. Tyrese Halliburton, last night, 22 points, 11 assists. Uh, Matherin with 20. You had Miles Turner with 20 and 10. Really, really nice night. And uh, they got Houston tomorrow. They finished on that 23-9 run. Houston tomorrow night. Uh, Pacers with a good chance, kind of as currently constructed, to win a lot of games. 24 and a half was the over-under on victories. I told you, take the over. Butler tonight at Henkel against St. Francis of Pennsylvania. 6.30, Fox Sports 2. St. Francis is 1 and 2. Going to take a little time for Thad Mata to get this thing right. Louisville is 0 and 3. Basketball. Kenny Payne's first year as a head coach of the Cardinals. They're 0 and 3. All three losses to, uh, and I still like Louisville. I was a big Louisville fan when I was in high school. Against Bellerman, against Austin P, and uh, the third, oh, Wright State. It was Bellerman, Wright State, and Appalach Appalachian State, not Austin P. 
all one-point losses. That's bad luck. Uh, IU at Xavier tomorrow night. I can't wait for that game. Going to be really interesting to see what Jack Nunge does against Trace Jackson Davis. Nunge from Evansville. How did he get away? Archie Miller. Going up against Sean Miller. Beat his cheating ass. Will you Hoosiers? Let's go. Uh, birthdays. Randy Willis, John Nichols, Kelly Mervar Jenkins, the great Paul Lee celebrating a birthday. Karen Anson, Lickiardello, uh, Andrew Gardner, the great Craig Atkins, the great David Carrillo, Butch Waugh, Josh Malkak, Anthony Spezial, and Keith Johnson. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. You do like that. You know, you do that, that fancy dance that the kids do. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else had his best done with a, an honest and specific compliment. Today, Inside Indiana Sports Now, what a show we're going to have for you about 4 o'clock this afternoon. And giveaways, I believe, beginning next week that are going to be spectacular, so make sure and subscribe. Ball, 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 hang on to it. Yes, you must hang on to the ball. No turnovers, get the win. you got to win the turnover battle. That's the way it goes. Eagles, when they win the turnover battle, they're 8-0. They lose the turnover battle, they're 0-1. Turnovers, really important. 